1: What's going on, travelers? Thank you for tuning in to the fourth episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton, and we are back. We are back after our exciting third episode with Island XD. Not so much a content-driven episode this week, as we're kind of nearing the end of the month, and there's not a whole lot going on other than some in-game events that are going to be popping up before... Hopefully we get the 2.7 special preview or special program live stream that we usually get. And um, let's see, today's Friday the 22nd, so if we are going to see one of those soon, it'll probably be next week, I want to say. They typically do it on like a Friday, Friday morning. I usually catch it like waking up as it's airing, and then I just kind of rewind the live stream and start fresh, but like I said, they've been doing that pretty consistently on Fridays. So hopefully we get one this next coming week before the end of the month and we get some more exciting things to talk about. Uh in this episode we are going to cover some known issues and bugs uh which there I think there was only one really and that's kind of expected as they start to iron out everything that they updated or the you know the bugs and known issues that were already current in the new update with version 2.6 so it's only natural that you know there's not so many now or are popping up and we got a lot of new stuff that we haven't seen before and we got some stuff that's returning so we'll jump right into the news our first bit of news will be that new known bug or issue it's actually a fix not really a known bug or issue um, This was fixed on the 21st, so just yesterday, and that would have been Thursday, where they fixed an issue under certain circumstances whereby enemies would not perform attacks and some enemies could not be defeated. Travelers affected by the issue could restart the game to continue playing normally after the fix. So I, I did see some people uh, dealing with this problem. Some of it was honestly kind of funny. Like, I I did experience this where they would just behave abnormally and like wouldn't attack me and would instead just like circle around me like they were trying to like gauge my stance or something. And I did see videos of people or streams of people playing and it looked like, you know, the enemy would just stand there and not attack and not do anything. I personally did not see any videos or any enemies that just could not be defeated straight up. But Again, if you guys were experiencing that, yesterday they did fix that, So, at, or yesterday as of this recording, but when this goes live Sunday night into Monday, it would have been a couple of days ago. But if you guys were experiencing that, that issue is now fixed, so that's good. And we also had Chow's birthday, which was the 17th of this month, and he sent us a cute little mail titled, When You're Free, and that would have been right around like, 1 30 almost a.m server time that you would have probably gotten that mail he talks about hearing our voice inside of a star conch um so people were saying that chow's simping for the traveler (laughs) um but yeah so open up his birthday mail happy birthday chow he gives you five star conches so you can use that towards a child And he also gives us a attack buff food called Sweet Dream, and you get one of those. So, very nice, very fitting with all the controversy around Chow uh, that his birthday was there. You'd think it was almost staged. Uh, but happy birthday, Chow, and uh, hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed that little mail and got something out of it. We also had a Battle Chronicle Tool update, and this would be through the Hoyo Lab app. Not exactly in the game but it's super helpful information we'll cover that right now this is off hoyo lab it says greetings travelers we've upgraded several modules of the battle chronicle such as real-time notes characters and world exploration so they number one they added the paramedic transformer into the real-time notes so now travelers can check the deployment of the paramedic transformer in game and its remaining cooldown time in the real-time notes the real-time notes module and its related functions are only available on HoYOLAB app. So now, you know, in addition to your tracking your original resin, seeing when that's going to be fully replenished, your realm currency in the jar of riches, daily commissions, etc., etc., now the paramedic transformer is there. It'll tell you when the preparations are complete and when the cooldown has ended. It's sandwiched right between the enemies of note. Uh, which are your, you know, your three cost-having opportunities or weekly bosses and your expedition limits and the remaining time for that. I, this is, the Battle Chronicle tool is something that I wish I used more often, but I don't use because I could really use this and I need to just remember. Sometimes I'll like forget that I did my dailies or, you know, the weeklies will reset. And then I'll go into the game just to see if I have enough rum currency to get the weekly challenge done for the battle pass. And usually I end up just logging in, going through all that stuff to see, and then just to be disappointed or have nothing to do. I could just check these real-time notes on the Battle Chronicle tool. And it's just something that, you know, I generally just forgot about. And I should definitely check that out more. Alright, so second update for the Battle Chronicle tool, they optimized the World Exploration module and added the Chasm. They added the World Exploration Details page where players can view more content and information about exploration in various regions. At the same time, it allows players to click on the card and you will be redirected to the Tavat interactive map on the corresponding region. This makes exploring the world of Tavat much easier for travelers. So that is uh, super helpful. You get to track some progress in world exploration. So, for example, in the post on the Hoyo Lab app, they show, you know, the world exploration tab. They have the chasm, shows your exploration progress, uh, the underground mines exploration progress, and what your Lumenstone adjuvant levels are. And it also looks like it includes some version guides or a link to some version guides. Um, I haven't used this myself yet. I haven't really had a need for it as I'm, you know, I know where on the maps I have to continue exploring. Uh, but super helpful. It gives you a very good uh quick idea of where you're at in exploring these different regions. And if you are tracking a specific thing in that region, so you know, if you're trying to max out your frost bearing tree level on Dragonspine, you can check out where you are with that. And if you click on Dragonspine, it should bring you right to the interactive map. So pretty cool, pretty helpful. Number three, they optimized character details and implemented redirecting to the calculator. This was on mobile, and they show a screenshot of Li Friendship Level 10. You can click him. It has like a character leveling button. Uh, you can tap on any character's avatar in the Battle Chronicle, and you can directly access the Enhancement Progression Calculator to check the materials needed for leveling up. On PC, you can just hover over your mouse or hover your mouse over the character's avatar and you can directly access the Enhancement Progression Calculator to check the materials needed for leveling up. Uh, The Enhancement Progression Calculator app supports synchronization I cannot speak today (laughs) of in-game character information. And that's about it for the Battle Chronicle updates. Uh, so check that out. Pretty neat, pretty interesting stuff, and super helpful. Like I said, I need to use that a lot more. Now we'll get into the good stuff. Well, one good thing that I feel like a lot of people were really excited about when they watched it, which is the Tsubaki and Thawing Snow short trailer. This post is off Hoyo Lab. It says, no matter how splendid the blooming flowers are, there will always come a day when they must face the severe test of winter. Even ice and snow must give way, but the evergreen trees are still standing. When the clouds part and snow melts, that's how one knows that spring has come. This was a very cute short trailer. And from what I'm understanding, this was the first time that they've done something like this, where they show the a, a specific character, or a featured character, getting their vision and how they got it. And... It's it's very cute, I love it, the animation's great, it's almost like the sh- the shortstop anime, or animation style, and it almost reminds me of the cutscenes in the game. Even though it looks render- well like rendered, and looks very good, the colors were beautiful, and it was short and sweet, and it showed Ayaka getting her vision, after she uh, does a Japanese form of sword fighting or sword practicing it was it was really cool showed you how she got her vision again and i know a lot of people liked it i want to see more i want to see how everybody got their vision it'd be really interesting if they could do these more often and tie them into or release them when that character uh what's the word i'm looking for like ties into the story or into that version update i think that would be really cool but again, this was this was great. I loved it. Check it out. It's beautiful. And it's like a quick five-minute trailer. I think. I don't even know if it's five minutes. Uh, I can't remember how long it is. Uh, but it's really cool. Check it out. I know a lot of people liked it. I, I would really hope that they do continue to do this because I, ha- like I mentioned in the previous episode with Island, I did not pull on Ayaka during her first banner, and I can't remember why. I think I might have been saving up for somebody else, and I can't remember who it was after Ayaka. It might have been Raiden and Kokomi. Or no. That was before they did the double banner, so I think it was Raiden Shogun. Good. But regardless, I did plan on skipping Ayaka, and I still am for her rerun this, uh, this portion of 2.6. But man, they... And this is something that they did with Ayato, where... They just, they really made me want to pull for this character because of how they flesh out their stories and make them feel, they do such a good job at displaying the characters' thoughts and feelings, and really flesh, they flesh the characters out so well that it makes me want to pull these characters, and... I still am going to stick to my guns and not pull for Ayaka just because I feel like there's a lot more interesting characters that I want. And I'm not free to play exactly, but I'm also not a whale. So I am not into getting I I like pulling for characters that I absolutely love. But this made me really like Ayaka. It made me like Ayato even. and, And he wasn't really even the focus of the story and not to mention it was beautiful right i feel like a lot of people are screaming we need a genshin anime already and i couldn't agree more but this was probably like one of the closest things that we've gotten to that and i would have been happy with it if it was an anime uh, but like i was saying it it really did make me want to pull for ayaka at least for a little bit uh but once I, the video ended, I just kind of walked away and was like, "Oh, it's really cute, and was really cool. Um, it was beautiful, actually. but again, very cool. Check that out if you guys have time. Our last bit of news was the Genshin Impact EP, the Shirasagi's Gentle Contemplation. This was a, another short video of looks like gameplay almost, uh, or gameplay cutscenes of ayaka and it had some some music in there uh the post says petals of spring flutter in the violet garden as elegant as a silhouette shrouded in snow the song of birds in the forest mingles with the murmur of the stream hiding quiet thoughts and this was just a short video of mostly ayaka in the Inazuma region I believe it's Chincho forest Nothing too spectacular or anything to really note, but it had some nice music in it, and it showed off a little bit more of the Inazuma region. And that's about all the news that we have for this week. Again, not so much as last week. Check out the Tsubaki in the Thawing Snow trailer. I'm sure you guys will really like it. We got some cool updates to the Battle Chronicle tool that are helpful, and we, again, got that EP... nice little musical ep and that's about all the news that we have for this week again not so heavy because i'm sure they're getting everything ready for the 2.7 live stream whenever that's going to be again hopefully soon but we got some cool updates to the battle chronicle tool and we got that really cool video of ayaka and her getting her vision so We're going to take a quick break now. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Vibro Crystal Research gameplay stuff that's going on in the in game event right now and talk about the new web event that just got released today. So enjoy the music and we'll be right back. from our break and now we're going to talk about some of the in-game events that are going on right now and first the small one that i want to touch on is the is the hues of the violet garden survey that is going on and you should have some in-game mail regarding that survey it's pretty short it asks mostly about like aesthetics and gameplay uh, and combat and difficulties revolving like some of the new enemies and everything that happened, like the phase one portion of 2.6. But I thought it was worth mentioning. If you do complete that survey, you get a hefty sum of 10,000 Mora. Um, definitely worth the while to just grab that real quick if you're starving for Mora and you want to save your resin for artifacts for Ayato, or venti or Chow now with the new domain um but do that survey you'll get an, a nice little sum of 10,000 mora um i really like how they that how fast i get my survey rewards it's kind of amazing to me and never fails i feel like a lot of games not do the survey thing I, at least i don't play any games that do the survey bit a lot and then reward you for just taking part in the survey but i feel like a lot of even not even just games but a lot of just like websites where like you do a survey, and then you get a coupon or something. I feel like they're terrible with it, and they need to take notes from Hoyoverse because I'll do a survey, and if if I'm fast enough, I can do that survey, and bef- like less than five seconds I have my mail. And they're like, oh, it may take a couple minutes. Yeah, no, it it takes literally seconds by the time it hits my mail, and I love it. And we are also going to talk about some of the vibro-crystal research gameplay details. We covered this a little bit in our last episode, but for those of you who didn't listen to the third episode, or you want to hear some more information about the gameplay details, I have them here. During the event, help the Fontaine researcher who has come to leeway to study the harmonic motion between gems known as vibrocrystals. complete the challenge to obtain rewards such as Prima Gems, Hero's Wit, Weapon Ascension Materials, Mystic Enhancement or and Mora. The event duration uh it started yesterday, so that would have been Wednesday at 10 o'clock server time. That's 10 a.m. And it's going to run to the 5th of May, and that will end at 3:59 or 4 a.m. server time as well. To be eligible for the event, you need to make sure that you are adventuring 28 or above. And you need to complete part of the Archon quest rite of parting in chapter one, act three, and new star approaches. So some uh, gameplay guidelines that they include in the post. This is off Hoyo Lab, by the way. Uh, and they posted this two days ago. Number one, talk to Catherine at Leeway Harbor. Then look for Patrice near the chasm to start the challenge. I don't know if the map icon for this event shows up right after you talk to Catherine to start the quest line. But if it does, you can just teleport right there to the to the domain door with Patrice there. But again, I'm not sure if that pops up Before you actually talk to him or not, you're gonna form two groups. You will configure each group with vibro crystal setups So you have two types of crystals. One is the transmitter crystal That governs the trigger conditions for the buffs effects and the receiver crystal which triggers the buffs Once the conditions are met Uh, you'll defeat as many opponents as possible within the time limit to score points Uh, the first six days of the event one new challenge will be unlocked each day During this challenge, you can use characters provided by the event or your own to form into two groups and complete the first and second halves of each combat trial. Before you start combat, each group in each stage can configure their own vibro crystal setups to obtain different combat buffs. The vibro crystals are divided into two types transmitter crystals and receiver crystals. We already mentioned that. Each transmitter crystal can only project its radiation upon one receiver crystal. However, each receiver crystal can receive transmissions from three transmitters. After connecting transmitter and receiver crystals, when the trigger conditions of the corresponding transmitter crystal is reached in the challenge, the harmonic response buff effects of the corresponding receiver crystal can be obtained and this accrues harmonic points. After accruing a certain amount of harmonic points, the harmonic strength will increase, granting characters combat buffs. Like all party members, crit damage will be increased. Only the character that triggered the transmitter crystal will receive the buff's effects. After a character is replaced during a challenge, the duration of the receiver crystal buff effect that is in effect will continue to pass. If you do not trigger a harmonic response within a certain time period, the harmonic strength you have gained will fade. When multiple transmitter crystals are connected to the same receiver crystal, The same effect triggered by using different conditions in the challenge will be stacked and that effect will be slightly enhanced after stacking only the character that triggered the transmitter crystal conditions will receive the stacked buff effects uh please note the duration of the buffed effect corresponding to the receiver crystal triggered by different transmitter crystals is calculated independently of each other the same character repeatedly achieving the same transmitter crystal trigger condition will refresh the duration of the buff effect Corresponding to the receiver crystal. So it's kind of confusing, but they do give a very nice graphic that kind of explains it, and I'll kind of run through that. So you have three different transmitter crystals that do something different. One might mm, buff your crit damage or crit rate, one might help with energy recharge, another might increase the normal attack speed of the character. And then you have the receiver crystals which you can choose one of those aforementioned transmitter crystals and attach that to all three of the receiver crystals. And that will basically, that will allow that one transmitter crystal to stack three times. If you only choose two for that transmitter crystal, it can stack up to two times. And then you will have that one left, right? Because you only use two out of three. And then you can choose... Let's just say the normal attack speed buff transmitter crystal, and then put it to the last one. So then you actually have two buffs too that you can trigger, but the one will own, won't be able to stack because you only had it with one tr- trans uh, one re- receiver crystal. Hope that makes sense. Check that out if you want to. It's on HoYoLab, and that's yeah, you can check that out in HoYoLab and try it out for yourself in the event if you'd like, but. It's not as confusing when you start messing with it before you even start the event, so. uh, You must defeat as many opponents as you can during the time limit to score points. When the challenge ends, a score will be awarded, and you will obtain a medal corresponding to that score. Along with Prima Gems, Hero's Wit, Weapon Ascension Materials, Mystic Enhancement, or more, and other rewards. Um, You cannot start this challenge while in co-op mode. In the Vibro Crystal Research event challenge, elemental resonances will not take effect during the challenges nor will you be able to use food or other items. All right. So just be aware of that when you're forming your teams, they list the event rewards, but I feel like we've already said that like three times I did do. So today is the 22nd. So when this episode comes out, you will have about, I think you'll have four challenges. Yeah. Four challenges to do by the time this episode comes out. I've only done, I've done the first two already. It's cool. I feel like they, I feel like it's almost like a recycled event, or it's very similar to other events that they do, and it's just like a slightly different twist. It's like they add, instead of adding salt, they added pepper. It's not like it's not crazy different. It's it's a little noticeable, but I almost, I went through this event, thinking to myself, I kind of just want to play Theater Mechanicus again because I felt like that was such a more interesting event. If you like being challenged with your brain before you actually go into combat, it's it's a cool event, I guess, if that's what you're into. Personally, I don't think that this event is super interesting. I also kind of felt like this during the other event. I can't remember what it was called, um, where you kind of did the same thing where you chose a bunch of different buffs and then you went into combat to try to defeat as many opponents as possible within the time limit. I remember it being actually kind of difficult too. that, that event that I'm trying to recall. I can't remember what the name was exactly, but this kind of feels like the same thing as that. And I remember like the go to meta to get every single reward that you could was to set the difficulty to extreme and the time limit to like low, which you can't change the time limit in this event. At least I haven't. Yeah, you can't. But in that previous event, you could. And, That was to, you basically had buffs in that last event to lower the time, increase the difficulty so your score was like tripled, and then your other buffs were just damage based and you were just trying to brute force melt every single opponent that you could. And that's kind of what I feel like this is. I kind of feel like there was only one time so far between the two challenges where I actually thought about. Okay, I'm going to increase my normal attack speed after and my burst damage instead of using like elemental mastery with chow. And and that was like the only other time other than that, at least so far, and I'm sure it's gonna get more difficult as the event goes on, because normally the last part of the event or last challenge of the event I should say is the most difficult one. But even this so far, it it, it hasn't been that challenging and with that last event that actually was a little bit challenging and I even had some friends who had trouble completing some of the portions of it and this doesn't feel like that it I enjoyed that for what it was because it was very challenging and I feel like most Genshin Impact events are a little bit they're just too easy there's not a whole lot of strategy that's needed that event that I was trying to recall earlier did need a little bit of strategy and it that's what kept it interesting for me. This did not. So this, again, just feels like it's another thing that I'm trying to complete. I like that they're trying something new. I like that, you know, they are trying to make combat more interesting. But again, like I said, this event just still kind of just feels bland. And I feel like it's just a little recycled. If you guys want to check it out, go ahead. I'll I'll give my final thoughts as we go through. And I'm sure that, like I said before, I'm sure the difficulty is going to increase it's going to get a little bit harder it's going to involve a little bit more strategic thought before going into the into combat for now not entirely too impressed you get some cool rewards though so that's that's awesome uh so take part in that if that's what you're after and we also have a new web event which uh again i feel like they just haven't done one of these in a while the last one would have been during the lantern rite festival i believe and i'm really surprised we didn't have one between then and now, because they number one had a whole lot of events that were awesome, and they at one point I just felt like they were funneling web event after web event, um, and I love them. They're they're awesome. They're nothing, I don't see other games do this, and when they do different things, I love it. It's cool. It's a nice break from grinding for artifacts or you know trying to hundred percent all the world exploration. It's different. I like it. It's a nice little breather from the actual game, but it keeps me engaged in in Genshin Impact. This web event is called Journey with a Gentle Breeze. You can take part to obtain Prima Gems and accompany Klee on an adventure in Inazuma. The event duration is started today, the 22nd, and it'll run to April 28th. That will also end at midnight server time. Rewards cannot be claimed after the event ends, so please claim them in time. Travelers who have reached Adventure Rank 10 or above can participate in this event. During the event, travelers can obtain the event item Brilliant Leaf by completing missions, such as logging into Genshin Impact Daily, completing daily commissions, consuming Original Resin, etc. Klee and Albedo can take trips up to two times every day. Brilliant Leaves can be used to purchase accompanying items for their trips. After a period of time... Clean Albedo will return to the yard with inspirational paintings. Unlock inspirational albums to get rewards such as Prima Gems. Obtaining the Brilliant Leaf, travelers can obtain event item Brilliant Leaf through the following methods. Complete the following actions in Genshin Impact, such as logging in every day. Complete two daily commissions every day and consume 40 original resin every day. Complete the following actions on the website, such as logging into the web event daily, etc., Daily missions are refreshed daily at 4 o'clock server time. Brilliant leaves need to be collected manually on the event page. Brilliant leaves that have not been collected will also be reset when daily missions are refreshed the next day, so remember to collect them. Take a trip. Clean and Albedo can take up to two trips every day. This count will reset daily at 4 o'clock server time. Travelers need to use brilliant leaves to buy an accompanying item before going out for the trip. The accompanying items will affect the time of this trip and the number of albums brought back to some extent. After going out for a certain period of time, Glee and Albedo will return to the yard with the inspirational paintings. After each trip, Glee and Albedo will return with at least two inspirational paintings, except in the tutorial. The more valuable the items they take on the trip, the more likely they are to bring an additional painting. Meanwhile, the inspiration albums they bring back will be even more exquisite. While Klee and Albedo are out, small animals will occasionally visit the yard to bring you Mora, which needs to be collected manually on the event page. If there are Inspiration Albums that have not been unlocked, Klee and Albedo will prioritize bringing back these Albums. Uh, For the event rewards, you are going to unlock 1, 3, 6, 9, and 12 Inspiration Albums. Rewards include Prima Gems, or times 120, so 120 Prima Gems, 10 Heroes Wit, 8 Mystic Enhancement Ora and 30,000 Mora. Again, the rewards need to be collected manually, so make sure that you do that before the event ends. The Animals Visiting Rewards. While Klee and Albedo are out, small animals will occasionally visit the yard to bring you 1,000 Mora. Again, rewards need to be collected manually on the page. Mora Reward is only available during the animals visit. Please check the event page from time to time. It gives you a reason to come back if you're you know scrounging for Mora, You can uh, check back every so often, make sure that there's an animal there, and if there is, make sure you claim that 1,000 Mora before it goes away. During the event, share the event for the first time and obtain 10,000 Mora. In-game rewards will be distributed via in-game mail. The mail will expire after 30 days, so don't forget to claim the rewards in time. And this web event is provided purely for entertainment. It is not indicative of any related gameplay features in Genshin Impact. Don't know why they put that disclaimer in there but it's pretty cute. I really liked it. can't wait to, I, I love when they do these. Klee is adorable. I love her relationship with Albedo. Um, do this event, easy way to get some Prima gems. It's, it's nice. It's, you know, something extra for you to do when you're out of resin or you did your dailies already. So I really like it. I hope they keep doing these and which, you know, obviously they haven't given me or really anybody a reason why they wouldn't keep doing them. But they're pretty cool. I enjoy them a lot. And like I said, they're a nice break from the game, but still have to do with the game. And they're really cool. I really like the one with Ito. Oh, you know what? I'm wrong. They did do one. They did the web event with Ayato and the tree. So I was wrong. I'm sorry. They did do one between uh, the Iridori Festival and this one. So I was wrong. But yes, I did enjoy that one too. So check this out, some nice easy gems and other rewards that you guys get out of doing this event. And that's all the in-game events that are going on in Genshin Impact. Before we start to roll through our normal outro, I do want to quick mention that I will be doing a Welcome Moon giveaway. We recently have exceeded 150 plays between the first three episodes. And I'm super appreciative of that and all the listening that you guys have done to the first three episodes. I recently found out that podcasts actually average like 20 or so listens between like the first handful of episodes. So for us to already have what now at this time of the recording is over 150, it's almost 200 now. I, I love it. It's, I'm super happy. And I can't thank you guys enough for listening. So I will be doing a Welcome Moon giveaway to celebrate that. The event will be going on through Twitter. So you guys can follow the HoyoCast Twitter account and look for the pinned tweet. The pin tweet will have all the detailed information. But for, episode's thank- uh, for the episode's sake, I'll go through everything uh, with you guys right now. The event will run from the time that this episode airs, which will be the 24th, sometime around like 9 p.m. EST, and it'll run for about a week until the 5th episode airs, and that will go live sometime around 9 p.m. Sunday on the 1st of May. So about a week, seven days to uh, enter in this giveaway. To be eligible for the giveaway, you only need to do two things. There will be that pin tweet that I mentioned before. With all the giveaway information on it, you will need to retweet that tweet. And then if you guys can review the podcast on either Apple or Spotify, it's really easy. I feel like a lot of people think that reviewing the podcast or, you know, reviewing any podcast on Spotify or Apple may take a whole lot of time. If you guys are listening on Spotify or Apple podcasts, it's really easy. All you got to do is click like a certain star review. Uh, be honest, though, I'm not looking for all five star reviews because that doesn't help me grow or get better or make the podcast any better for you guys to listen to. Um, but if you guys do the review, it should say thank you for reviewing or thank you for your submission or something like that. And you guys can just take a screenshot of that so that your review is in there and it's proof that you did the review and then just reply to that tweet. And I will, you know, manually go in, count everybody who has, number one, retweeted the tweet and sent a reply for the review. And I will pull those and, you know, randomly generate the winner for the Welcome Moon event. In addition to that, I will also do a second Welcome Moon giveaway if we can reach 20 reviews between Spotify and Apple. So if we can get 20 reviews between both platforms, then I'll do a second Welcome Moon giveaway. And I'll just pull a second winner from that. But hopefully, you know, you guys can get in there and do those reviews. Like I said, it helps the podcast get better. It helps other people find the podcast. And again, your listening experience to the show will only improve because I need to know what I can do to make it better. So check that out. But again, thank you guys very much for all the listens. I, when I found out about the statistics for the average podcast, I was super surprised and I didn't realize how lucky I really was for to have this many listeners at the start of the show. So, um, again, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. And hopefully you guys can win a welcome. And that wraps up our episode for today. If you guys liked the episode, please, again, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It takes about five seconds, even more so with Spotify. It's super easy because you can't even leave like a detailed review on Spotify. It's just a a star review. Um, If you do leave a review on Apple Podcasts, feel free to let me know what you guys like about the show or what you hate about it. It helps me get better. Um, If there's things that you wish that we could have talked about, feel free to send uh, an email at hoyocast at gmail.com. That's H-O-Y-O-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. I will gladly take any news or event submissions or feedback and read that on the show. I would love to do that. If you guys want to get a hold of me a little bit more directly or get a hold of the show a little bit more directly, you can hit us up on Twitter. That's at HoyoCast as well. H-O-Y-O-C-A-S-T. And let us know your thoughts on that. We already had some people who have reached out to us and shared their thoughts on, you know, some of the stuff that we talked about in episode three, uh, which I greatly appreciate. I want you guys to keep doing that. I've been thinking about working on a discord that we could maybe start getting some people who listen to the show together. Uh, so we can have some active talks on there. So I am looking into that. Um, and I think that'd be pretty easy to create and get put together. Other than that, we've reached the end of our show. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully we get some news about 2.7, you know, this coming week, right before the next episode goes live. So we can cover that stuff. Good luck to all the people who are pulling for Ayaka. Hope you guys have the chance to pull her on her banner. So you guys can add her to your teams. Let me know, uh, on Twitter or an email about what you guys do or don't like about the Vibro crystal research event. Let me know. I want to hear from you guys. I want to talk to you guys about this game and the podcast. So Let me know what you guys think, and I will talk to you guys next week.